Welcome to Save Our Sleep. Tizzy and the Save Our Sleep team believe it's every child's right to receive comfort, a parent's right to demonstrate love, and everyone's right to a full night of sleep. This podcast is not a medical or scientific volume, but a collection of tried and tested solutions and tips based on my many years of experience with babies and young children. Its main purpose is to help parents understand and avoid sleep problems in young babies and toddlers. We'd like to recognise the Wadawurrung people who are the traditional owners of this region which Tizzy and myself live and are recording today's podcast on. We acknowledge and respect that they have taken care of this land and water and raised children in this nation for over an extraordinary 70,000 years. The Save Our Sleep podcast is dedicated to helping you prevent and solve sleep problems while having some fun along the way. We endeavour to discuss all things family related, starting from preconception all the way through to an adult child leaving home and beyond. Some topics may be triggering. If you find this is the case, please reach out to your or your child's health nurse or general practitioner. Welcome to the Midweek Crack with your hosts, Tizzy Hall, an author of Save Our Sleep, and co-host Kylie Zabo. Hi. And who are you? <laughs> I'm a mum of three. I've worked with Tizzy for a few years now. And a sleep consultant. And a sleep consultant, yeah. And we are going to, on a Wednesday, discuss the crack. The crack is going to be, the crack's an Irish word for, crack means good conversation with everybody involved. And the whole point of the Save Our Sleep podcast is to make sure everybody is involved and we are involving our listeners. And this particular podcast, we're going to have a quest- uh, topic. Each Wednesday, we're going to have a little podcast with somebody's topic. And this week's listener's question or topic is from Shelly. Shelly or Kelly? We couldn't Shelly Mazurbo. Shelly Mazurbo. Shelly Mazurbo. Now, I put a post up on Instagram saying act now because at this time of year, babies get very cold, roll to their tummies and put the bottoms in the air. Kylie is going to read to you what the post says. Okay. Act now. Tummy sleeping is not safe for children less than two years old. It is time to make sure you have enough layers on your baby or toddler to ensure that they are warm and cozy enough to stay in the safe sleep position on their back, which is one of the most important rules when it comes to reducing the risks of SIDS and SUDI. Not enough bedding can lead to a baby or toddler rolling into the very dangerous sleep position shown in this photo. The most important rules to remember to protect your little one from SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome, and SUDI, which is sudden unexpected death of an infant, are to have a totally smoke-free pregnancy and environment for your baby and to always place your baby in the safe sleeping position on their back. When parents tell me about their baby rolling in bed, most of the time it is because their babies are cold or not cozy enough. I have found a few adjustments to the bedding is usually all that is needed to help that baby sleep safely day and night. Cold babies will roll onto their tummy to find warmth. Cold babies will move all about the cot in order to try and find the warmest place to sleep. Cold babies and toddlers will sleep on their tummy, usually with their hands and arms under their chest, their knees tucked up underneath them and with their bottom in the air. This is the most dangerous sleeping position for a child less than two years old. Cold babies will find it hard to sleep past 4am 
and warm babies will stay on their back in the safe sleeping position and sleep well. Warm babies have no need to burrow down into the blankets. Warm babies will stay asleep for longer periods of time. So that is what the post said. Now, this mum said it's not fair to put a post up like that because it's scaring people. It's scaring her. She says she's got the Save Our Sleep sleeping bag and she's got Save Our Sleep blankets and her baby's warm enough and her baby sleeps on its tummy and it's scaring people and the post is scaring people. And when I see a comment, now it wasn't a comment, she sent a private message, which it would have been better if it was on the wall. Mm-hmm. But that's again comes down to people not wanting to comment because they don't want people to realise, you know, who they are. So yeah. I think great if it scares people because if my post saying act now causes one mum or dad or parent or carer or daycare worker or anybody to go, oh, what's this about? And stop and look at it. And if it causes one mum to go in or carer, I'm just going to say mum. When I say, when I talk about mums, it's just that's the most common person to be with babies. Yeah. And when I talk about dads, I'm talking about two mums the female, the mum, the not birth giver, the other one. Yeah. When I'm talking about, you could have a mum dad, you could have, you know, everyone's included. We're very inclusive. We We are. are. very inclusive. We have a large number of two dad parents, a large number of two mum parents, but just for the sake of it, it, it's, it is most common to have a mum and a dad, yeah, a mummy and a daddy. You're not meaning any offence from it. As I say, yeah. and I'm sorry yeah. if I offend anybody. Right. And then I always say, if you say sorry, you're not sorry because you know you've offended people. But I can't sit here and list everyone, so no. mum and dad. Yeah. So if the mum or dad go in after looking at my act now, roll their baby to their back and put more blankets on and they're I'm happy. I'm happy that that person got a bit of a scare. Yeah. If my mum could turn the clock back, if any person who has lost their baby to SIDS or SUDI could turn the clock back and go in and roll their child over. Of course. They would. Absolutely. They they would want to have seen that. If my mum could roll the clock back and have had Facebook or Instagram when she had my baby brother and have seen an act now and have realised that she was doing the wrong thing, she'd want to know. Okay. So then it comes down to, let's discuss this for a minute. So Mm -hmm. this mum says she's using all the stuff, but I wonder, is she really, and this is where it's really hard when people just make a passing message, but don't come on the wall, don't discuss it, don't give you more detail, because has she watched the video which says how to convert a tummy sleeper sleeper to Mm. a back sleeper? Let's discuss that video. So what do we tell people to do? I think the first thing we always look at is the bedding and whether it's the right amount, whether the temperature's right. You know, what I like that your whole approach is holistic. And as you said in the thing that we've found, you know, warm babies sleep on their tummies. And that's the same experience that I've had for all three of mine. And so with the videos, YouTube videos, which you can find how to convert tummy sleeper, I explained to people Yes, if you go into your baby's bedroom and your baby's on their tummy, that's the first time that a child rolls their tummy when they're at the biggest risk of having an accidental sleep accident. Wow. The okay. first time. Happens a lot at daycare. Like, not a lot at daycare, but you'll hear of kids at daycare where they've passed from suits or sudi because the first time they've rolled at daycare because they don't have the normal bedding. Yeah, and so, they've got the plastic sheets and stuff as well. Yeah, but then you see, let's just sidetrack for a minute. So I have been contacted by lots of daycares wanting me to come in and talk to the parents and do education and stuff and and wanting me to talk to the carers at daycare and I can't because 
You cannot use the Save Our Sleep bedding at daycare because they've got a plastic mattress. Mm. You can use some of it. You can't use all of it. And mm. then that comes down to the fact that, like, well, what's more important? Like, where's the bigger risk? Like, mm. there's all these risks that you've got to weigh up. So you've got a baby at daycare on an organic cotton-covered mattress and they can use all the Save Our Sleep bedding and they're going to stay on their back and sleep perfectly. But then... The child who used that bed before them could have one of these new viruses that's going around or could have gastro or something. I don't know exactly how it spreads, yeah. but the germs. And then is the child at greater risk of getting the illness and getting ill than they are of rolling to their tummy? Like, where's mm. the greater risk? And daycares have to put germs first. They have to use plastic mattresses. Mm. Then if they're using a plastic mattress at daycare, the child's going to be hotter because plastic mm -hmm. makes hotter. So they might stay in the back. It's, it's a really difficult one. The yeah. same comes with, like, you know, sleep deprivation. And, you know, people say to me, well, I don't want to teach my baby how to, how to sleep and there might be some crime involved teaching him how to sleep. But then but then I think, but your, your risk of driving the car, so sleep deprived, you could have an accident. It's like oh. driving under the influence of alcohol. Yeah. So do teach your child how to sleep because you're putting them at a greater risk hmm. You could school them with a cup of coffee because you don't think. Well, you know, sleep deprivation <laughs> sleep deprivation is a form of torture for a reason. Like yes. it, the impact on your mental health is extraordinary. And I, I think a lot of mums and new parents underestimate how damaging that is to their mental health. And relationships and everything. So oh, yeah. As we discussed in the first episode of with Zoe, my first episode, season one, episode one, we talked a lot about this. So anyway, so we go back to the baby's sleeping on its tummy. What do we do? So I, mum's like, I don't want to go in and turn my baby over. They'll wake. Who cares? You're better to go in and turn your child over and wake them up than them not make it through the night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you go in, you roll them to their back, you put a few more layers on. You go in, you roll them to the back, you put a few more layers on. Now, what people don't seem to understand is a save or sleep blanket has got bamboo in it. Mm -hmm. I get them all weighed. I do so much looking into them. Mm, you're into, very diligent. Yes. Like you can have the same blanket made in the same factory that looks absolutely, you've seen this in the support group. It looks identical. It reads identical. The weight's slightly different because they're not as fussy and that batch is different. People use that. The baby doesn't sleep. They move to my blanket, which looks the same. Mm. Exactly. It's even made by the same company, but it's not Save or Sleep branded. So yes. it's not had that extra, extra checking. Yeah. And they say the kid doesn't sleep. They move to mine. And they... It, they yeah. You've seen that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not making it up. No, say it lots of times on the support page. Heaps yeah. of times. Yeah. So then we go to my blankets are 0 0.6 tog, yeah. right? Let me try and get this right. I may make a mistake with the calculations, but 0 0.6 tog, yeah, times 16 layers. Mm -hmm. So the 16 layers is the most I would put on a baby because of the weight, yeah. okay? That's something like, we need, it's, I think it is 9.6 tog. Yeah, okay? I think it's I think that. 0 0.6 multiplied by 16 yeah, equals 9.6. 9.6. Yep. Yeah. If you then go to Kmart, Target, Country Road, Seed, anywhere, and buy a cotton blanket, divide 9.6 by 0 0.2. It is 48 blankets, I think. Yeah. So their blankets are 0 0.2 tog. Yeah. yeah. So that makes 
48. So you yeah. would never put 48 no. blankets on the bed. So when this mum says, I've tried everything, I've got the blankets here. Well, is she actually using the Save Our Sleep blankets and has she used up to the 16? Mm. That's my first question. Then people say they go in and they put the baby in bed and the baby rolls so they can get the blankets on. Well, what I used to do was I used to get the blankets. I'd lay a clean sheet down. I I would put, I'm a bit fussy, so I would put a towel on the ground first in the bed, baby's bedroom just in case there was any dirty yeah. footprints or anything there, you know, <laughs> and I would put the towel down. Then I would lie my sheet in the towel. Then I would lie each of the blankets on the sheet. Then I would fold it. Then I'd have this massive lump of 16 <laughs> blankets. I would then put Brings my baby, memories. I'd hang it on the side of the cot. I'd put my baby in the cot, on their back, get the lump, throw it on top of them. Boom. <laughs> there was no niceness to it, you know. Yeah. And they would be like, oh, I'm on my back, it's time for sleep. Okay? Yeah. That's how I did it when I knew how many blankets they needed. Yeah. If I didn't know how many blankets they needed because somebody came to the sleep clinic, I would start off at roughly 10 blankets because yeah. I'm in Victoria. If they rolled to their tummy, I'd go in, roll into their back, and I'd put two more on. Yeah. If they rolled to the tummy, I'd go in, roll into their back, put two more on. Yes, on the odd occasion, I would reach the point where a child was rolling to their tummy, even with the 16 blankets on. And then I had to say, this child has learned to be comfortable on their tummy. It's the, maybe they were hungry as a baby. Mm -hmm. Hungry children are more comfortable on their tummy because it pushes, pushes their tummy down. in. Yeah. We have to give up. Mm -hmm. You have to say, okay, we have to give up. This baby's going to sleep on their tummy. There's nothing you can do. We have to give up. Now, if the baby was under six months, I would sleep in the room with the baby. I would buy sensor pads to put onto the baby. Mm. I would be so careful with that baby. If the baby was older, I'd go, you know, you've done your best. You mm. can't stay up all night change, rolling them, you know. But my but then this mum's saying it's unfair to put you under that pressure. But but is it unfair? Like I very rarely, maybe one, there's a woman who came to stay with me with twins. She'll know who she is. She has twin girls and another baby. I won't say who it is, won't say much more about yeah. it, but she'll know who she is. Yes, she had one child that all, she had identical twins and one we had to give up. Yeah. And when we give up, we say, sleep on the tummy with only two mm. blanket layers. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, what I've noticed, if we rule out the bedding, we look at the routine. If That's they're, a good point. You know, um, especially with toddlers. A toddler I've found, and you've probably found too, that if they're not tired enough, they'll move around the cot. Yes, very good point. Well done. Yeah. And, of course, so this mum who sent the message saying it's unfair – did she, is it a routine change she needs? Mm. So, Or is the blankets cocooned? A very good point. So cocooning. So if you're watching on 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 YouTube, you'll see I'm sort of saying with my hands, I'm pointing like air gaps. But if you're not watching, on, if you're just listening to the podcast, remember, you've got to put the blankets on. You've got to push them in around your child's yeah, side so that there's no air. Like maybe yeah. she's not cocooning. Yeah. Like, and I feel bad that she says she's got the save our sleep blankets mm. but then how many has she got and then some people think they've got the save our sleep blankets and then they don't. think they're following the bedding guide and then they're using a different on the support group we had somebody who said i don't really think that an ergo pouch could be a different tog to a save our sleep there says it's 3.5 yeah. save our sleep says it's 2.5 she took them she got a thermometer do you remember did yeah. you see this she put she it inside them. them she tested them the save our sleep 2.5 tog kept the thermometer warmer mm. Then the Ergo 3.5 TOG and yeah. then the one TOGs, like it was amazing. Like, yeah. Okay, so that is our topic for today. Do we have anything else to add to 
Do we have anything else to add to the uh, tummy sleeping? What other tips do we have for tummy sleeping? So, tummy sleeping, make sure they've got the Save Our Sleep mattress protector or a cotton towel. Yes. Okay. Make sure that the clothing is 100% cotton. Um, Bonds often has, elast elast what's it called? Elastine or poly. And it makes them sweaty. Yeah. Right. Make sure you are really using the Save Our Sleep bedding. If you stop wrapping, yep. long sleeve bodysuits. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, the tog matters. You need to wash the Save Our Sleep sleep bags. Yep. Uh, cocoon. Make sure you're cocooning. And check your routine. And check your routine. And also check the room temperature. Yeah. If you don't have a... Okay, so thermometers, that's an interesting topic. Mm. So we have a lot of Avent thermometers on back order. They've all had to be changed because of the new button law, button battery law. So we next week will have Avent bath and room thermometers hopefully back in stock with the new something mm. to do with the batteries. That's what you need, a standalone room thermometer, because one of the ladies, Georgia, is always pointing out in the support group that when you've got a monitor or you've got something that's doing other stuff other than just taking the temperature, it can the actual thermometer mm. can get hot. Well, even the thermometer on the actual heating device isn't always accurate because they turn on when they've dropped a couple of degrees yes. first. So even with split systems... You know, it's and the all, same thing. It, yeah. You know, it might not necessarily be consistent. So checking against a standalone is correct. And at cot, at the cot height, at yes. the cot level. Yeah. So and, I like to take the thermometer and have it in the cot yeah. where the baby sleeps. You walk in, you lift it up, look at it, and then we'll remove, remove it from it. the Absolutely. cot when you put the baby. I have on the bedroom door like a checklist <laughs> that I make sure is the thermometer out of the cot, is the cot side up. Yep. These are things that you just forget when you're tired, yep. you know. And when I'm running sleep clinics, I have this checklist on the door, baby hotel. I call it a baby hotel now. When people come stay at the baby hotel, I have a checklist on the door for the mum. And I make them physically tip it. It's a, it's a white one that you tick and you wipe. You tick and yep. you wipe. Have you removed the thermometer? Have you put the cot side up? Have you cocooned the bedding? Yep. Checklist. Check, check, check. You know? Yeah, it's a good idea. And I think if you're still struggling, the support page is, uh, you know, that's why it's there. Come so and, we're come and join basically, us. we are sorry if we have offended anybody by saying that, act now. Yeah. Okay. If we have offended anybody, we are sorry if we've offended anyone with our act now statement. But I stand by it. Act now. Act now. Tummy sleeping is not safe. Even now, when I go into my children who are older, I roll them to their back. I am terrified of tummy sleeping. It's not safe. And too many babies die during the night from tummy sleeping that could be prevented. It yeah. really could. You can go read the coroner reports, which is not a good thing to do, but you can go do it. And it's always, you think, could that have been preventable if the parents have been taught what bedding to use? Hmm. Should we have a second question on the Wednesday crack, do you think? Maybe we'll give a couple of tips. I'm not sure how long we've gone for. Can we, <laughs> do we know how long we've been recording for? Uh, 17 minutes and oh. Oh, 18 minutes now. Oh, good. I don't know where you've seen that. Well, that's it for Wednesday <laughs> crack. Over and out. We'll be back on Sunday with a podcast. Take care. Uh, talking about starting solids because we skipped that. It's so we will exciting. be back on Sunday with... Starting Solids will be our podcast on Sunday and we will be back next Wednesday with some crack. Awesome. Over and out. See you. Bye. You have been listening to the Save Our Sleep podcast brought to you by the International Baby Whisperer Proprietary Limited. You will find more information about the Save Our Sleep philosophy, products, support and how to watch the mini clips 
that accompany this podcast at saveoursleep.com. You may find the Save Our Sleep social media accounts by searching Tizzy Hall on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel for all my how-to videos and to watch the podcasts. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends. I would like to thank Kylie Zabo for co-hosting, Fundamental Studios Geelong for their amazing recording studio, Nick Dale at Primer Films for this production, and most of all, you, the listeners. Without you, there would be no reason for this podcast. Please enjoy, stay safe, and Kylie and I will look forward to chatting with you again soon.